this is an example of a Flemish artwork. What's unique about Flemish art in particular? The Flemish schools really came into their own in the 15th century, and you find all sorts of highly important artists emerging who, in terms of painting technique and understanding of perspective, were certainly the equal of what was happening in Italy. There's no doubt about that. And the greatest of all the 15th century Flemish masters is Jan van Eyck. And this work has traditionally been given to Jan van Eyck, but there's now a question mark over it. So it's a very interesting exercise in connoisseurship, in art history, working out whether it is by him or whether it's just another artist imitating his manner. One of the important things about this work is it's early to mid 15th century. Van Eyck himself died in the 1440s. But it's an oil painting on canvas. In Italy, in the late Middle Ages and the early Renaissance, leading to the High Renaissance, they tended to paint in fresco, or if they were painting on a panel, they would use tempera, which is a, a different medium. Oil painting, as we understand it, it, it's an entirely new approach. It revolutionized art in Northern Europe. It also allows the artist to concentrate on what, what we see here very beautifully depicted as the still life elements. If you look at the way light is reflected on the bowl holding water, the decanter, on those metal objects standing on the chest, it's bravura painting and it gives you the ability to paint detail and light effects that are really not possible in either fresco or tempera, which was common in, in, in Italy at the time. On one level, the perspective is perfect. The artist who produced this work has a great sense of vanishing point perspective and it's very realistic. And what is not realistic is this very large oversized Madonna occupying a kind of domestic bourgeois interior. So it's a marvelous painting. The problem is this, that it was bought in Flanders, probably in the early 19th century, by an Englishman, a man called Henry Blundell, or his son Charles. And then the great German art historian, Gustav Wagen, saw it there in the 1850s, and he recognized it as an authentic work by Jan van Eyck. And this made it very celebrated because van Eyck is a rare painter. There aren't all that many works by him. Many of his altarpieces are on a large scale and they took an enormous amount of time. We purchased it here at the NGV in 1923. We paid one of the highest prices ever paid in history for a Northern European work uh, because a work by van Eyck was regarded as so rare and so special. Then in the 1960s, it was sent to Brussels for some conservation work, and the conclusion then was that it is almost certainly not by Van Eyck, but by somebody working in the manner of Van Eyck. Mm. What is important is that we keep the debate going, and one of the great things about a museum of art like ours is that we have what we call problems in art history, and there are big questions to ask, and we bring to bear on it connoisseurship, experience of the eye, we can bring scientific analysis and all the other x-rays and infrareds and all the other sort of apparatuses that we have at our disposal today. Every Van Eyck scholar in the world has now seen the Melbourne picture. And there are one or two people out there who say, don't be too hasty in saying this is not Van Eyck. Perhaps new research and further work will bring it back, if not to Van Eyck himself, right into Van Eyck's studio. But at the end of the day, though, this is a masterpiece of 15th century Flemish painting by whatever standard you wish to apply. It's a very, very beautiful picture and one of the greatest 15th century paintings in our collection.